Raid is a bug spray. It's the Diamond Club New Year's Eve Streamathon. Streamathon. Hi, welcome to Have a Drink. This is a show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker. And we have a couple of very special guests that I think everyone here watching is very familiar with. Uh, we have Ken Amos from Ritual Misery and the two heroes that put this whole thing together. Our streamathon overlords. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for having us on. Um, I was super excited when I got the message asking us to come on. Um, super excited for this. I, I don't I don't know the stream overlords is a uh, streamathon overlords is accurate, but uh, fully accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the rest of us will bend the knee. It's fine. Yeah. Consider, <laughs> consider knees all bent. So, yeah, we sent you guys uh, a couple packages here a few weeks ago that we'll get into some of those contents here in a little bit that you've already been prepping. But uh, first, since we are at the end of the year, let's all talk about uh, how our years have been going in beer. How, how's your year in beer? Like, favorites, any standouts? I Set an example, I'll, I'll run first here because I was kind of digging through my untapped and many of uh, you functional alcoholics out there will know <laughs> untapped is your best friend when it comes to things like this because you can't remember what you drank three months ago. So, yesterday. I, my, <laughs> my standout beer was actually one I had pretty recently. It's not uh, That was one of our caveats for this is we could not set a beer we're going to have tonight as one of our favorites. And... It's my standout was well, it was like snow cone, no, it was uh, fruit pops, and I had it at the Sam Adams Cincinnati Tap Room while I was going to the Utopias party that they were having there. But as true to my fashion, I was hours early, so I had time, and then I was like, oh, I'll get something low ABV, kind of fruity, just to sit around and drink it. It blew me away. It tasted like a melted fruit bar with alcohol. <laughs> it was great. And then I finished drinking that, and since I was first in line, their social media guy was there, and he's like, all right, and, and after that, I knew I had to drive home. So I was just sitting there drinking water first in line, and he's like, all right, I need a picture of whoever's first in line. I was like, right here. And he's like, well, I can't take a picture of you drinking a water. He's like, let me get you a beer. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I'll take one of those fresh pops. So I got uh, two of them, one for free, uh, so that they could get a picture of me when I had my uh, horrible mustache. If anyone I mean, his, knows uh, his Freddie Mercury, <laughs> it, it was uh, kind of yeah. Freddie Mercury. Now I just got to say Amos is putting me to shame with the better beard. <laughs> Much better. I'm 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 new to the game though, so this is this is all rookie attempt. <laughs> it's it's luscious and beautiful. Don't don't let anyone tell you any different. <laughs> but uh, so that that fresh pops from the Sam Adams Cincinnati Tap Room. That was like the only place to get it. That really set me off as like one of my standouts, but my absolute favorite. I don't know if it's because of expectations. I wish I could show you guys the picture of this. I can't, but it's from Southern Pines, and it was a rum barrel aged Imperial Pineapple Thief. It was the name of the beer, and the can of this just has like a, a treasure map and a pirate ship and a pineapple skull on it. What would you think that is? And it's rum barrel aged. You see that first and foremost. I'm gonna go with a coconut, uh, uh, like a coconut porter or something like that. That's so. Our buddy Jim uh, brought this one uh, to a line share, and that's what we were thinking until we poured it and discovered that it was in fact an Imperial uh, New England IPA that had been rum barrel aged, and it knocked our socks off and ended up being. My favorite beer of the year. I think that wow. would be great. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think I tried that, so. And I'm not going to say negative beers, like, oh, what's the worst beer? Because there's plenty <laughs> of worse beers. <laughs> Let, let's all face it. There's a lot of a lot of duds out there. We used to have a whole segment that was based off of the duds Amos was finding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you guys? Yeah. Anything, uh, anything stand out over the year? Um. So the, the I was looking through my list on Untapped and um, I've, Old Rasputin from oh. North Coast. It's a imperial stout. Oh yeah, uh, that thing that was a big bastard and it was 
absolutely delicious. I uh, I used to hate that beer, and now now I've come like completely around. Like, oh yeah, no no no, bring that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, scrolling through here, there's one that I actually enjoyed better. Um. It was a the hazy, uh, New England IPA from Broken Throne Brewing. Mm. Oh. Yes. I actually had fresh off the tap at the brewery. Like the uh, freshest. Exactly. Like that yes. was one of the first days they were pouring beers. And that was, exactly. we were supposed to meet you down there, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I ended up meeting him down there and no one told me. <laughs> that was actually, that, that's probably actually my highlight of, uh, of the year for, for beer. Yeah, I've, I've got the same thing that uh, Ames has there. Uh, a little bit of um, <laughs> swag from the Broken Throne Brewery. Um, but yeah, the highlight of my beer year was actually going to uh, celebrate with Casey as he opened up the Broken Throne Brewery. Yep. So yeah, that is to say, uh, some of you might remember we had, and we will still have occasionally, a fourth host, but uh, he kind of birthed three children, two of them being twins, the third being a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a... Uh... He's yeah. a bit busy. Yeah. But he's he keeps kicking us ideas. He's currently, uh, he was, we were trying to con him into joining us with this. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to be at uh, Disney World. Yeah. So, so he's, he and his wife right now they're getting are at plastered. Disney Springs just drinking. <laughs> so. He keeps sending us all these pictures of random bars and things he's hitting down there. So, yeah. Yeah. it's We're like, that's nice. Okay. But then he came back. He's like, hey, have we done a rum episode? I was like, yeah, a long time ago. I said, all right, well, uh, and he just sent us a picture of a book he's currently reading. It's about tiki drinks. He's um, like, that'll be a good primer. And he's like, and we could do this episode. So Casey might be back. One day. Very cool. All right. Uh, Amos, anything uh, anything interesting been going uh, over your lips? So... Uh... This this is gonna be a little little off, but uh, you guys know that I'm not the biggest beer fan. I enjoy beer, and I'm getting more and more into beer. Thanks m- many times over to you guys. Um, <laughs> but my favorite drink of this year has been this right here, and it's a little concoction of <laughs> soju looks... Jello shot. Oh, Ooh. dear. Okay. And it I it it's uh wow. I just I made another batch for tonight, and they are just ridiculously good. Um, I had some, I had some of those, la- not the Jello shots, but just some regular soju with Casey like last year, and went, oh, okay, all right, I think I understand a bit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. Uh, my favorite beer was the barley wine that I sent you guys. That stuff was just ridiculously good from Alaskan breweries at the brew house. And uh, but as far as drinks go. This stupid little thing right here, this little <laughs> concoction, is just ridiculously good. So, Ooh. Yeah, drink what you like. That's what we always say. Oh, and yeah. that barley wine is just the best. And we were talking pre-show <laughs> that uh, we were we recorded a thing while we were drinking it and got really drunk, and it never got released. It's still floating around somewhere. Make it released. Uh, patrons may end up getting a hold of that one. Sorry. We'll find it one day. Because <laughs> that was at the end of Oktoberfest is when we had that. Uh, we did... Oktoberfest, and then we recorded a big, uh, what was it, all the Southern Tier pumpkin beers, and they had like a rum barrel-aged pumpkin that we had, and all kinds of stuff. Which was just rum, it turns out. It, yeah, it was it's just not, pumpkin it's, rum. It's just rum. That was the consensus. <laughs> and then on top of all that, we're like, no, let's now let's add in the all the stuff that Amos sent us. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it, was a, it was a heavy night. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Brittany, do you have uh, any, any outstanding... Yeah, so I didn't check into that many this year, unfortunately, because, um, you know, some... the first part of the year, there was this whole, like, breastfeeding thing I was doing. There's, so. there's some small human attached to you yeah. trying to... Uh, that definitely discourages alcohol consumption. Um, but uh, the the ones that were my favorite are actually, like, super recent, and it was kind of a meetup situation that we did for our show. Uh, we had a, a fan from Chicago come in and... Uh, Bob was here, and then we had a few others uh, kind of join us for uh, a jaunt around downtown Cincinnati to some new openings, um, such as the Sam Adams Tap Room and also oh, yeah. Brewdog. So Brewdog, um, Scottish brewery. Um, there are other big places in Columbus, Ohio. That's where their uh, production facility for yeah. uh, North America is, is in Columbus. And they decided, hey, let's just infest all of Ohio. Yeah. And it has been amazing Which to have cool. them as backdoor neighbors. 
And now they are just tenants in the city, which is even better. Yeah, so um, that uh, there were two beers there that were wonderful, one of which I actually ordered when we were there, and then Bob and uh, our friend Jim got something else entirely, and I've got to make sure I've got the name correct, but that was actually my favorite. So it's called Paradox Isla, and mm-hmm. it is it was an imperial stout aged with, was it in Isla yeah, Isla barrels. Scotch barrels. Isla Scotch, Scotch barrels. barrels. Yeah, I, uh, mm. Furry Viking saying it was a smoked porter. It could be either, depending I mean, on how there untapped There was also rye it. involved. It was so heavily, like, so the Isla whiskeys, anyone who's uh, maybe watched our Scotch episode. Or uh, when <laughs> or Modern Rogue, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, we've gone on about Lagavulin. Uh, it is very smoky. Like, the peatiness of Isla whiskeys is intense. And that held in the barrels and came across in the beer, and it was accentuated by the fact that they used rye malt making the beer as well. And it just made for this scotch-like beer. It was amazing. Oh, and yeah, I already no. like Scottish ales anyway, So, and this was like if, like the Scottish ale on steroids. <laughs> it's like, oh, here's a Scottish ale with actual scotch in it. Good luck. It was also, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was also like $15 for a taster. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, but it was one of those we saw what it was, and I just looked over to our friend Jim and just went, yeah, no, no, this. I'll, we'll take two. <laughs> yeah. That was So right before we got there, um, uh, some friends went ahead of us, and they were like, oh, no, we just walked away with a $40 flight. Four beers. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap. Oh. All right. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll bring up the rear, and uh, we – Real quick, the, the year in beer, as I looked through mine, was like, oh, you liked American IPAs and uh, Imperial Stouts and, and um, New England IPAs. And I just looked at this and went, what have I become? <laughs> this was not how I started. Yeah, no. if anyone was around for our first few jaunts into videos, which were with Diamond Club, uh, yeah, we were not about IPAs at all. And now here you are. Times become, have changed. Become the thing you hate. Oh, yeah. But uh, we, I did have something. Uh, it's, unfortunately, it's super local for, for me. You can only find it in oh, yeah. the city I live in, uh, uh, down in Lexington, Kentucky, to semi-dox myself. But it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's from uh, Ethereal Brewing. They make, uh, once a year, a imperial stout called Baba Yaga. Uh, it's a Russian imperial oh. stout. And they, they made some variants last year that were top-notch. And Top-notch one... doesn't describe it. They were, so <laughs> if, if you had one of the few people that came to our big meetup we did in Asheville uh, when it was still Beer City USA, uh, we did our Drinktacular down there and had an awesome weekend. But uh, he broke a bottle of this out there, and it was the runaway hit. Yeah, uh, I, I just remember handing it to somebody. They took a sip, and I was like, "Oh, is it? Did you not like it? Did I bring something you didn't care for?" He just went. He was just silent. He just went. They're just. just there's no words. It's so <laughs> beautiful. Uh, but it, it so was their their sea salt. I think was I, the. I, that it's the John Wick of beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's the John Wick of beers. Yeah. Then I was it, like... pre, it predates John Wick, but yeah. Uh, but no, they had a, a sea salt variant that I thought was just absolutely amazing. But their coffee is also just great. Uh, As we like to say, just the tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we probably need to. What else do we need to do? Well, maybe we need to say a little bit about the reason why we're here for Extra Life. Yes. And so... Ch- Children's Miracle Network. You want to? <laughs> you can go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, of course, as everyone knows, we're here for um, Extra Life, uh, the Children's Miracle ne- uh, Network. And um, so our link uh, is actually on the screen. So it's bit.ly slash extra had. Um, had for have a drink. Uh, so on our page in particular, we didn't realize you could actually customize them to local hospital. Um, Cincinnati Children's Hospital is in the Children's Miracle Network. So um, our individual page um, will go to that one. Um, our, so Maya and Chris's son kind of got sick a few times this year, and um, he was in the hospital for um, a little over a weekend, and uh, we can't say enough good things about Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Um, 
the and, and giving money to the Children's Miracle Network, like all this money goes toward, um, you know, not only the kids for um, like the the game aspect, like they talk about, but also like so much so much funding goes toward everything that they do. Like, um, I, I meant to have a and they have an infographic on their site. I meant to have it up, and I totally forgot to grab it, but. Uh, it basically shows where all the money goes. Um, it's a huge, it's a huge cause, and it's totally worth it. Um, and I, I've got our goal set to a thousand dollars, but um, obviously, our helping our page helps the overall uh, team. So, h- however you want to donate, there doesn't really matter. But um, the, yeah, our it, donations—it's all going toward a great cause. Our donations go directly towards the Cincinnati Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. but it is part of the network and still a participant in extra life and everything and that's just they've impacted our life and things like this really impact our life because our son was born premature and we spent the first like month and a half of his life in the hospital yeah which was solid hell <laughs> basically <laughs> so uh so definitely it, it, it's just a really good cause we would highly recommend um anybody. yeah and if you don't want to look you know donate to our localized hospital just contribute to the team page, and, and um, if you want to go to our link or, or the main link, um, either way, you can all get my, to the team. All the money goes to a good place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every, every dollar counts. So if all, if all you can spare is a dollar, um, absolutely give that. And this is the last chance. This is the end of the year. This is If you want to get a tax break for your 2019 taxes, this is the time to do it. <laughs> yeah, put the, true, true. put the big donation through. Get the big tax break. Come on. There you go. Oh, yeah. You need to you need to funnel some money. You need to to do a little laundering. We're not going to ask questions. I, I I I don't think that's how that works. But, but if you'd like to find out, go ahead and uh, just you know head on Look, over to. As someone who works in the financial industry, just do what I say. Don't ask too many questions. Right, right. This is how money laundering works. slash extra hat. So real quick, uh, I also wanted to bring up, um, on top of the beers we're going to have tonight, I sent you guys some extra beers. And it is t- to be mentioned, as I was kind of hinting at, so some stuff recently came out. And I guess this works with beer and review for the year in review. Um, Cincinnati was just named Beer City USA. So we are the number one city in the country to get a beer. Or to find, like, a, we are just a beer lover's paradise. And I sent you guys, it uh, turns out, I, di- I wasn't even thinking about it, because I was like, oh, we got to send them some, like, you know, great nationally available stuff. And I was like, no, pretty much everything was from Cincinnati. <laughs> and I'm finally having one of the beers for the first time tonight from Mad Tree, the Cry Ohio uh, Imperial IPA limited release. And it is delicious. Imperial uh, IPA, 9.5%. Might, uh, might help with how good... It tastes, and I feel. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, highly encourage everyone to uh, come to Cincinnati, and maybe there's going to be a drinktacular in this year's city that is Beer City USA. Since last year we went to the uh, reigning champ, which had been Asheville, North Carolina, maybe we'll stay at home and host something here. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> hey, it, it's also to be said, we have coming up the world's largest Bach Festival, oh, yeah. an entire festival centered around Bach beers. Is the largest festival of the type in the world here in Cincinnati, Ohio. And we also have the country's largest Oktoberfest celebration with Oktoberfest Zinzinati coming up in September. September. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Bach is a uh, smoked beer. So No, not all of them. I, the best generally. ones are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <gasps> Only the good. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Now, now we're getting distracted by chat. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we just keep seeing people pop up. It's like, oh, oh okay. Oh, hey, All right. Guys. Well, uh, going to have to say, Justin, why don't you go ahead and lead us in with our start of, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this is the main attraction. All right. Start uh, with the top part. Oh. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, let's okay. let's open our hymnals to, uh, <laughs> to page... <laughs> Uh, to page 1984 when uh, Jim Cook discovered his great-grandfather's recipe for Lewis Koch's lager in his father's attic. 
I brewed it in his kitchen until he got it right, and then wanting to change the beer industry in America, introduced people to craft beer. Uh, this leads to him founding the Boston Beer Company, which he was uh, uh, with his co-founder and first employee, Rhonda Coleman. Uh, in the first few months, he went bar to bar, the briefcase full of beer and a pocket full of dreams. The, the Johnny <laughs> Appleseed of his day. The beery Appleseed of his day. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's way better than the other way around, right? You don't want to go around with a pocket full of beer and a... <laughs> it's I like, mean, oh, man, my pants are just always wet. I as, don't... <laughs> as a customer, that's how I want to do this. <laughs> Isn't that how they do it in Thailand? It's like baggies of beer with straws in it? Yeah, you're just like, how does it taste? Well, let me get the straw out of my pocket here. Just No, 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 it's, it's right in there. You just... Just sip. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, it's body temperature, not just... It's crotch <laughs> temperature, not just, yeah. like, room temperature, so... Uh. Oh. Well, uh, anyway, uh, he started call, uh, called the beer Sam Adams Boston Lager in recogni- recognition of uh, one of our nation's great founding fathers. Uh, Boston Lager soon became the catalyst of the American craft beer revolution, making its public debut in Boston on Patriots Day in 1985. Six weeks later, after the, uh, its introduction, Boston Lager was selected as the best beer in America at the GABF, the Great American Beer Festival, uh, from the pr- uh, Consumer Preference Poll. And... When, then went on to win an unprecedented four times because there wasn't a whole lot of beer at the time to choose from. <laughs> Not knocking Boston Lager. It's fine. I just mean it was a dark time then. <laughs> if you want to know more, we have a whole audio episode on, uh, on Sam Adams where it, I'm probably a little less punchy. It may have been <laughs> the dark ages of craft beer. Uh, but let's move on to what we're here, what we're here to talk about, or one of the things we're here to talk about. Uh, it's a... Uh, Little special thing comes around, but uh, once every two years, it's a uh, you, you, Utopias. <sighs> I shouldn't feel good about that, but no, no, no one should. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is the eleventh release of Sam Adams Utopias, uh, craft beer community's most renowned and sought-after ex- extreme barrel-aged beer. Brewing, aging, and blending Utopias is a multi-step, time-intensive inten- process. Uh, at 28% ABV. <laughs> this is in wine territory at this point. Uh, this weighs in bigger than a lot of straight liquor. Yeah. It is reminiscent of a rich vintage port or old cognac or a fine sherry with dark notes of uh, notes of dark fruit, subtle sweetness, and a deep, rich, malty smoothness. Uh, we can talk a little bit about how it's brewed, but let's let's just take a little smell. Just, just sniff. Get that in the nostrils. Let's go ahead for those of us. This has been uh, breathing because it sadly, I, I say sadly because I hate wine. I just want to say you have to let this breathe like it's a wine or a cognac. <laughs> oh, it's better than truck wine. Oh, <laughs> my God. That old video. That's yeah. if. So I don't want to taint your all's perception. What What are you getting off of the nose of this? It, it, it's almost like a maple syrup. Yeah. I, I, w- I was gonna say like a maple syrup tequila. So yeah, that's that's probably <laughs> no, yeah. The, uh, one of the beers uh, we're gonna get to talking about it shortly in the description of what goes into Utopias because it's oh, almost thirty glorious. years that goes into every batch of Utopias. <laughs> better than Pruno. <laughs> yeah, better than Pruno. It, it should be said. So um, there was a legendary beer that Sam Adams brewed back in 1994 called Triple Bock. And it was like over 30% ABV, absolutely insane. It was considered one of the most extreme beers in the world. And they've never brewed it since because people found it so alcoholic that it couldn't be drank. But it was just basically straight alcohol and maple syrup. And they keep brewing that beer to this day to blend it in to Utopias. What have you got there? I've got uh, ethyl alcohol and, uh, and maple syrup. Yeah. All right. Carbonated. I'd like to try it. (laughs) Sounds like breakfast. So, yeah, what I get is just like. I say go ahead and taste it, honestly. No, not yet. We're we're, we're building. We're building. Okay, we only have so much time as well. Well, we've got time. Uh, Everyone, like, I I get, like, the the massive dark stone fruit. I'm getting (laughs) cherries and plums and figs and. Warm vanilla. I like bad weave in the chat. I'm just the guy looking for... I have rockets and pancakes. 
Rockets and pancakes. Yes. Uh. Oh. All right. Well, you guys keep smelling. I'll get into the brewing thing. So uh, the beer starts with the world's finest ingredients, including a special blend of two-row pale malt combined with Munich and caramel 60 malt that impart a rich ruby color, three varieties of German noble hops, uh, Spalter, Hollertal Mittefeuer, and uh, Tettnang Tettninger, are added to uh, balance the sweetness of the malt. After the beer is brewed, the first proprietary brewing method begins. Adding special yeast strains, the brewers utilize several yeast strains during fermentation, including one typically reserved for champagne and a ninja yeast created for its ability to survive and continue fermenting in an environment that has such high alcohol levels. So, yeah, that's they had to develop a yeast, and I found an article. We did, I knew we didn't have time to completely go into that, but we found an article going on about the, the yeast strains that they had to cultivate in-house that could handle the high ABVs and not die. So they had to, over generations, create their own yeast strain that could survive in 30-plus percent alcohol and keep fermenting and keep eating sugar and making more alcohol to make this beer, which is absolutely insane. All right. I just, I, just drink it. I think, I, think it's, I think it's time we need to start drinking. We, we're, we're under four minutes. Yeah. So... So no, we got time after that, but yeah, we do. But but we, also, we, got, we have we're, other we're, things. We're we have co- another beer. <laughs> we're cock teasing. Also, this. my mouth is watering. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I'm like, true. come on, man. All right, it, is, I'm, I'm tired of edging. Let's get this thing done. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's ready to blow this load. So, uh, cheers, cheers, guys. Let's go ahead and have a sip. If you shoot it, I'll murder you. <laughs> it's literally probably one of my favorite beers ever. Like. There's no. Oh. We should also mention how much this costs. No, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't. If you have to ask, you're making a wise decision. It's too much money. <laughs> so uh, basically, I, when I wanna... you can find it, so every two years, so, uh, it's two hundred dollars a bottle. Well, it's, the oh. price has gone up this year. Oh, two fifteen is what it was this year. I don't know much about mouthfeel and such, but I can say that my between all the watering that my mouth was doing just <laughs> from the smell and then actually pouring this into my mouth, it, it like immediately just absorbed into my body. Like my body was yearning <laughs> for it just for the dissolves flavors. into you. Yeah. No, that's yeah. it. So and uh, you'll find the amounts that I that I mailed you guys, like it may have seemed like such a small portion. It, I found that is like the two ounces is pretty much perfect. You really yeah, don't want more than that, and any less than that's a tease. Mm-hmm. And these are, so as we've got the, the special Utopias glassware that uh, Sam warning. Adams sells for $30 a glass. But we got these by attending the Utopias Day. Yeah. Uh, these were part of, you got them part of your ticket, and that's usually how most people get them. They come in these nice little collectible also, for those who like may be wondering, this is the bottle it comes in. We'll talk about we'll talk about the bottle later. I'm trying to show, look. <laughs> I'm trying to show off. We got yeah, we got stuff to do. It does have though a yeah, little. I don't know if we can see that. A little Sam sure. Adams window here. So if you if you close you it up it. and then you you just you can open the window and catch Sam Adams. Sam Adams like hey, what's jerking up? it down in the uh, down the <laughs> brew kettle. He was like, hey guys, this is this is what this is how it works for me. <laughs> So, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Um, it's well, first of all, it's sweeter than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get like, um, I mean, definitely some kind of dark fruit, like a like raisins or or yeah. something is in there. Um, but then very boozy after that, like it's yeah. very very warm. So, yeah. the uh, the like raisins is specifically called out, which I tried to not. Again, it's it's hard when you're doing tastings not to taint someone's ideas of a beer when you give your own. But yeah, raisins are the number one thing called out and warm vanilla hmm. for this year's. It's warm vanilla and raisins are the overwhelming flavor notes. All right, we are getting awfully close to our uh, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> you know I've always drank you. <laughs> so any other any other notes that you're having from the Utopias for the next 20 seconds? <laughs> Amos, anything else? It, it just seems really clean to me. I still stick with uh, the best oh. tequila and the best maple syrup I've ever had combined into one delicious little liquid. Ooh. Ooh. Seven, Seven, nine, six, five, four, 
Isn't it Buenos Aires? Yeah, Buenos Aires, Santiago, uh, probably the Falkland Islands, I was guessing. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever they're actually called. Happy New Year, and uh, cheers, guys. <laughs> and please, um, don't kill us all. <laughs> Woo! We had to restart something to get that to work, but Happy New Year's, everyone, yes. out that way. Uh, okay, so uh, you guys are saying it's sweeter than you anticipated. Um, well, we also have uh, some this stuff one, to get into on the blending as well. I was at this one's yeah. a little different, because I think we have, like, the 2019. Do you want to read that? Or? So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I tried to update everything from the last time yeah. we were able to score. Because we were able to get uh, the last time. Because they only do this every odd-numbered year. So we managed to get a bottle that we had to split four ways last time uh, in 2017, which was... And I am noticing the difference. It, the 2017 was not nearly this sweet, not nearly this rich. Uh, yeah, I also do remember, though, every time I've seen it, it's been, like, still in its box and kind of hidden. So you have to turn around and go, oh! <laughs> It's there. <laughs> it's a very unassuming box to be known. It's just like literally a cardboard box in for, black script says Utopius. For such an ostentatious bottle. <laughs> and, well, the box says not for display. <laughs> Which is, it's always displayed. Because they put all the money into the bottle. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, the brewers created the final 2019 blend by sampling and blending barrel-aged beer uh, including twenty-six-year-old, twenty-six-year-old triple bock. So that's uh, wow. what we were talking about—that extreme, like thirty percent bock that they had made before. Yeah, they keep using uh, parts of the original batch of that. So there's over thirty years of beer that go into every bottle of this, uh, but they also use the nineteen-year-old because the triple bock uh, was also used as part of that formula to make what they called uh, the Millennium beer. Guess what? It was from the year 2000. Oh, <laughs> they keep blending some of that into all this as well. Uh, and previous Utopias vintages. And they use Cosmic Mother Funk, which is they just finally released a version of that. So oh, yeah. Cosmic Mother Funk is incredibly hard to find. It's, I would say, harder to find than Utopias. It's never bottled and sold. So Cosmic Mother Funk, you have to just like stumble across it. The only way I found it was at a beer festival. Yeah. And the guy poured me a hefty pour because the tap just says KM, uh, KMF. Yeah. And that was, it was the Grand Crew version, and it had the GC on it. And I knew, I was just like, hey, can I get the Cosmic Mother Funk? And he was just like, because you know its name? He's like, you get a full pour. And he poured <laughs> me like the taster overflowing. and was like, here, man, since you knew what this was. That's the only way you ever find that beer. But they just uh, released the Cosmic, I think is what they called it. Cosmic with Sour. Yeah, Cosmic Sour, Sour, which is like the basest base version of that beer. They released that in the Fall Variety Pack. And you, I think you were able to get it in six packs. But it was, if you'd gotten that, you can taste like what it brings to Utopias when you have it by itself. But that is also blended into this. And a variety, of, they just say a variety of barrel-aged beers. Yeah. And blends because they're not going to give it all away. Well, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I think, I think we've got we're about halfway through. I think we probably need to start getting the the, barley-topia. the next one poured and ready. Oh come on, don't you, you, you guys are skipping past the rest of it there. The so bottle, the hard out. Remember? <laughs> yeah, we have. Okay, a, the hard out's coming. I just want to. And we do have the game still. Uh, so we've got a game and stuff coming. Uh, the bottle <laughs> again, the ceramic. Yeah, that's the Sam this Adams bottle. bottle. It's 28 ounces, or I think it's like 28.4 ounces, is all that you get. And it, uh, thankfully, is non-carbonated, which means this was basically like a bourbon. It will age like a bourbon. It will travel like a bourbon. So I can, when I manage to find a nice bottle, pour some into small vials and send it to friends across the country. <laughs> Yeah, I don't they, know if you want to readily admit that you can ship that stuff around because people might start requesting a little bit more than you can keep your hands <laughs> on. Fair, it, fair. It, 
<laughs> it's only a matter of when they're actually in in supply. Like that's that's true. Supplies are limited. Ask now. Uh, <laughs> I want to I want to bring it. If you if the viewers see me looking off to the side, it's because I think my neighbors have already started their fireworks. They have a professional <laughs> firework launcher. Oh. So they do fireworks for the neighborhood, and I think they've already started doing their test rounds. Uh, when you said firework launcher, I just first pictured like a like a shoulder missile launcher thing. Just <laughs> like. Like an RPG? That's, no, yeah. that's what we did uh, when I was in, oh gosh, when I was in middle school, we took, this is like a huge aside, and that just, so when I was in middle school, we took a golf uh, caddy, like a golf bag caddy thing, and a piece of PVC pipe, and we basically duct taped it all together, and we're drop, dropping professional fireworks down in it, and then holding it up like a bazooka on our shoulder, and firing what everyone would refer to as the mortar shell fireworks, the big ones, shooting those at each other. <laughs> Yeah, because you know when you're kids, you only think it's one a... per, only one person receives second degree burns. No, so well. it's, it's okay. And just one, it's fine. So yeah. we gave you guys the utopias first because you had to know what kind of barrels and what flavor notes would be imparted when for the one year anniversary of the Cincinnati Tap Room they decided to age a barley wine in those barrels, of which is to be said, there were only 77 casks total of Utopias this year. That was it. <laughs> it's, that's, uh, it's, well, I mean, I guess they're reusing the casks, so that's still going to be some there. But the still. casks are getting reused, so we, we got some in this barley wine, and I also believe uh, pre-show we were talking, and I almost dropped the hint, uh, with the recent merger between oh, yeah. Boston Beer and Dogfish Head, they're going to have uh, Utopia's barrel-aged worldwide stout from oh Dogfish my. Head. <laughs> there you go, Ken. <laughs> that so it is. Yeah. Date is unknown on when it's going to be hitting shelves. Uh, they know it will be spring. ABV is unannounced. Do you know what will be ninety percent? <laughs> but if you know the if you know worldwide stout, which is usually like nineteen percent on its own as a stout, and it right. is also uh, worldwide stout is the maltiest beer in the world. <laughs> But you take that and you're dropping it into Utopia's barrels. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you Jim just found this what? out too. <laughs> I yeah. So the first time I tried Worldwide Stout, I didn't like it because it was it was so strong. I yeah. I likened it to nail polish remover. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's about right. Yeah. It I was, was I was super multi. So I, that's to be said. It has all the Dogfish Head beers that have they'll have a green cap with an exclamation point. <laughs> on the top, that is their warning that you probably don't want to drink this fresh. Uh, you probably want to take those and set them aside for a year or so and see how they develop in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I had the Worldwide Stout the first time on one of our shows and didn't realize what I had bought until I was in the middle of drinking going, man, why am I getting hammered? 18 <laughs> goddamn percent! All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, um... Uh, Brittany, if you want to go ahead and read about the, as we're going to read, was the Cincinnati exclusive Barley Topias. Yeah. So Sam Adams uh, is Cincinnati's oldest craft brewer, turns out. Uh, since opening a tap room in 2018, we've put our heart into brewing small batch beers inspired by Cincinnati's rich brewing history and culture, says them. <laughs> In 97, uh, they moved into the brewery on Central Parkway down here, and that was once home to Hootapole. Uh, <laughs> Today, we proudly carry on the important tradition of brewing beer in Cincinnati for our neighbors, friends, and family. So, uh, fewer than 400 bottles were made of the one-year anniversary party, or for the one-year anniversary party at the Cincinnati Tap Room. Also at the party, dubbed Utopias Day, offered the first ever kegged version of Utopias. Which we all got to have, and I yeah. can resoundingly say, it, yeah, it this is... Pretty good. <laughs> it did pretty much just straight at Utopias. Like it was only just enough. Like they only shot enough CO two in it to get it through the lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, look, we gotta get this sludge through this somehow. Let's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, so I, let's... I, I have a question real quick. Yeah. yeah. So I'm still sipping this. Yeah. And I'm noticing that I still want more, and I'm not like the 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 alcohol in it isn't kicking in my reflexes or anything. Mm-hmm. But my lips are tingly. Yeah, it's gonna it's, hit what, you. It sneaks what, up. Yeah, on you. what sorcery is in this bottle? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, it's basically one of the best things. And as I as I was saying before the show, like, 
they need to candle this. This has to be, yeah. I yes. want this scented in my whole apartment. With Look, Yankee candle. It's yes. from the man who has a spoonful of yeast every morning. <laughs> he says so he doesn't get a hangover. So, Jim Cook, we we salute you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, the Barley Topias, which, by the way, I just love the name. Um, it's a barrel-aged barley wine, and it's at 10.6% ABV. Oh, that's that's a lot more mild. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. Uh, it's so, almost a third of the Utopias. <laughs> and uh, we couldn't find... So uh, we usually try to go to Beer Advocate for uh, our ratings on what we drink. But, but no one's uh, had this. So yeah, few... Since this is very niche, <laughs> uh, we got the untapped rating. So it's uh, 4.2 out of 5. Which yeah I, yeah, <laughs> we had this at the um, at the event as well, and we were like, yeah, we're getting bottles of this. <laughs> we ha- we had lofty goals for the bottles, and but then, then realized they, that, yeah they all vanished very quickly, and we're like in our heads going, all right, we want to send some here, we want to drink this many, and it's like, no, that's all the bottles, okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, let's take get your nose in there, Ooh. see what the if you've got a chance to get these poured yet, and see what they smell like. Smells amazing. That mm. smells like Granny Smith apples. <laughs> yeah, Ken's holding it up right there. So we're not close enough to the camera to be able to be like, I, oh, I, I could try, <laughs> but no, Mars not quite that long. If I can get this smell of vision to work. Yeah. Uh, I know, right? But this, this too should be a candle. So I this, feel like they're missing a golden opportunity here. It smells, so you guys were talking about Utopias being sweet. This smells <laughs> even sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Like candied sweet. Yes, yes. Candy sugar is actually what I was going to say. It reminds me a little bit of, of Belgian ales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh. Like, I don't know. I'm getting, so I want to say like candy apple and then like Laffy Taffy. I get like <laughs> Laffy Taffy sweetness and just the aroma. Yeah, maybe maybe some caramel in there, like like a candy apple. Yeah. Uh, so I get. I was the, gonna say I was thinking more like the like suckers. A yes. yes, the, the, the suckers. caramel apple suckers. That's yes, yeah, got. not actual candy apples. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> may con- may contain no actual apple. Yeah. Oh, huge uh, caramel! If you when you finally rock that baby back, mm. it's a uh, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely taste. The existence of the Utopias there. It's like an underlying taste. You don't get the, the, so the stone fruit qualities don't carry over. I will say that. Yeah. The vanilla doesn't seem to carry over. But all the, the caramel, and then there's, there is a big fruit sweetness that carries through. Now, this year's Utopias was aged in sherry barrels, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. uh, That was something different. So if you want to scroll back up in the dock. Because I don't have it memorized. No, it's fine. I was just thinking it was... A whole thing on the blending and aging. Uh, Well, it was that they are uh, different barrels, but I don't think it has the... So right there, uh, so the the aging process, they usually age it. Scroll it up. Just another... A portion of the freshly brewed beer is aged in hand-selected single-use bourbon casks uh, in the award-winning Buffalo... From the award-winning Buffalo Trace Distillery... While the rest are aged in a variety of barrels, including uh, bourbon, white... Carsa Vavil? I have yes. no idea. Uh, port, which you can totally taste. Aquavit barrels, which was something they just started the last time around, because that was the new thing. and Which is, uh, Aquavit's a Scandinavian spirit with distinct flavors from uh, herbs and spices. Uh, and it gives you the, the sense of like caraway and dill, which was real interesting. And this year they did cognac and Madeira finishing barrels uh, for to finish it, and that enhanced the 2019 Utopias with distinct vanilla notes and added the subtle nutty and dark fruit aromas. Yeah. So this does taste a little bit like it was aged in something that had seen or heard story of a sherry barrel, but yeah. <laughs> not quite enough really to, to impart some of that to it. But it's still like, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, this is this is fantastic. Um, the more I sip on this, the, the more I get a, just a little bit of vanilla making itself known, mm-hmm. like in the yeah, just like just almost in the aftertaste, just just a smidge, just a little suggestion of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it, it's almost like a clash of flavors. Like you got the sweet, and then you've got like a 
I don't want to say savory or, or, or even maybe it's just the dryness, like maybe uh, the, like what the hops is bringing to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, savory is um, okay. Yeah, savory. I would definitely say that is a, like there is a, a kind of light, salty, savory kind of thing going on in here. It, it is almost like a like a fine, rare steak. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad way to describe this. Like yeah. on the on the back of the palate, like as yeah. you're swallowing, I definitely get that off of this because it may sound weird, but you can almost taste like the blood <laughs> of a steak. Like you get that since there, that metallic sensation. The, yeah, there, there seems yeah. to be almost two different aftertastes. Like mm. you, you when you drink it, it's it's kind of sweet, almost like a almost like a uh, an aged cider. Like it's got uh, like really, it's it's. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's really sweet, but almost savory at the same time. Like it's got, it's very full flavored. Yeah. And then as that washes down your throat, you hit, get hit with this bitterness right across the middle of the tongue, mm-hmm. which is almost immediately replaced by almost another sweet feel <laughs> to it afterwards. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, oh, just, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a very a, complex beer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> like again, fruit. We've bombarded you guys with two of the most complex beers in the world tonight. <laughs> but while you're thinking about all those on your tongue, we've got some questions for you. We do. By the way, uh, Furry Viking also says, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> Furry Viking also says uh, umami might be the flavor we're trying." Yes, to... uh, a little bit. No, yeah, no, yeah, le- legit. It, it's almost like a like a salty bitterness, and then it just flushes away with another sweetness. It's yeah, it's really good. All right, so we've got a game for you. Uh, it's a uh, uh, I, I have prepared a series of questions. Uh, Everyone's involved make here. It like a 10-minute game. <laughs> it's fine. I, I have some to choose from. So we have uh, – the game is basically going to be, is this a Kentucky Derby winner, a Kentucky bourbon, or Kentucky horseshit? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the caveat to the game is uh, whether you get the answer right or wrong, you need to drink every question. <laughs> Because uh, I sent you okay. guys 750 oh. milliliter bottles. <laughs> I do not want them wasted. <laughs> they are one of a kinds. All right. All right. So I'm, I'm going to establish my own rules here. Uh, if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm going to drink this as punishment. This this Alaskan brewery's uh, actually really good. Hell, yeah, hell is hell. If I'm right, I'm going to drink this barley topius in my Lefe glass. And if uh, I call your bullshit, I'm going to uh, uh, have another sip of, of, of this uh, Utopias because uh, uh, I, I have to differentiate, track. and uh, you'll you'll see my answer uh, as we go. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to ask a few of these questions. You're all going to block in what you think it is, and then we'll oh. see where we go. Uh, you two are Fair the warning. I might call your bullshit on all of these. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, so let's start out with. Let's see. Cyrus Spectacular. Cyrus Spectacular. Is this the name of a horse? Is this the name of a bourbon? Or am I full of shit? <laughs> God, this is... This is impossible. <laughs> this is some Mikey shit. I know what I'm going to Mikey shit. I, I couldn't have answered that before we started drinking. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's gonna a horse. horse. Okay, me and him was both clocked in horse. Yeah, where are you? Where are you? Uh, where are you putting that? Hmm? Oh, oh, we we were we were just kind of saying it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say horse as well. So uh, okay. yeah, I'm I'm joining the whole Kentucky Derby wagon. winner. Horseshit. Oh, poop. Ah, it's <laughs> a, negative it's one. A, it's the name of a uh, of of two horses, I think, or a horse and a bourbon mixed together. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well. Okay. All right. Uh, Walking stick. The downside is, like, literally anything could be a Kentucky Derby winner. Walking stick? <laughs> I like that Mikey would be proud. Yeah. Walking I, uh, stick. Mm-hmm. I think I want to I lock in uh, bourbon for this one. Okay. Mm. Uh, I think a bourbon would be falling stick, wouldn't it? I want to go the horse. Stick. Okay. Horse. I'm going to say bourbon as well. I think this is uh, one of those bygone bourbons, probably from like the 70s or something, that was probably not actually a bourbon, but just label-wise ended up a bourbon. Okay. I'm going to say shit. Okay. <laughs> it's a bourbon. Damn it. 
Yes. I am so bad at all of these games. Currently existing bourbon. You can buy this somewhere. Really? Yeah. What? Okay, now I need to find I need an age statement. What is that? Look, I don't have all that data. (laughs) Celebratory (laughs) drink that time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll go for the Utopias on that. All right. Uh, let's I'm see looking, I'm Googling this. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson's Hill. Jefferson's Hill. Oh, that's totally a horse. Only Jeff- horse names are possessive. That's a good point. I'm going with horse on this one. Kentucky Derby winner. <laughs> I'm going to say... Kentucky horse shit on that one. Bourbon? (laughs) (laughs) It is horse shit. Damn it. Yes! I am so bad at these games. Damn it, it, I got a drink. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. Okay, I found... Oh, that's such a boring bottle. It looks like a Western... The most boring bottle I've ever seen next to the Yellowstone bourbon bottle. It's a Sazerac bourbon. Mm. Of course it is. Fuck you, Sazerac. All right. (laughs) Big Brown. Big Brown? <laughs> All three? What? All three. <laughs> it's um, a pure Kentucky uh, cow pie. Big Brown. That's that's what no. it sounds like to me. Um, uh, I'm going with horse. But I'm going to go with a bourbon on this one. I'm going to say bourbon <laughs> on that one because I could see Brown Foreman naming a bourbon at some point. <laughs> Big Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was yours, Amos? I'm going with all three. Like okay. The, yeah, this sounds like a good answer to get a- wrong. Amos is one-third correct. Uh, it is yes. a Kentucky Derby winner. It's from Damn 2008. It. Man. All right. Well, I'm at a wrong answer, Juice, so we got to go with the good stuff now. Okay. All right. Uh, Jethro T. Boots. <laughs> Ever. Jethro T. Boots. The actual fuck. <laughs> I'm going with horse shit. <laughs> That's one of those, like, I want it to be real so badly. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a pimp name. <laughs> you gotta pronounce uh, the whole thing. <laughs> slip back. I, I, I have a uh, follow-up question. Did they win? Did, did, this, uh, did this existence or this uh, essence also win the best metal Grammy? <laughs> uh, yeah, they beat out uh, they beat out uh, uh, Metalla Horse. Metalla, uh, see now now that's an interesting concept. I'm gonna go have. I'm gonna go with bourbon. Okay. So I'm gonna like, say horse. I like your deduction. There. I'm gonna say horse, and I'm gonna double down and say it's a triple crown winner. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, that is uh wait did, that is a bourbon. This? Oh yeah, no, I think. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's a it's a bourbon. <laughs> hey, we all drink. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, okay. Pretty so. sure I got that one wrong. So, what's it say about your night when ten percent beers are going down easy? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this this seems oh, this is fine. Feels great. You, honestly, though, like you a little warm in here, but <laughs> it, okay. it means I've been drinking ten percent uh, soju shots since. <laughs> We started this thing 12 hours, 13 hours ago. Jeez. I would be dead. Like, All right. <laughs> Here's one. Steve McKenna. Oh, that's a bourbon. That's a bourbon. That's a shitty bourbon that you buy in military stores. <laughs> that's, oh, my God. You might be right on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go opposite that, though, and say horse. Okay, I don't think Chris and I should be able to answer this because should I, we? we know the Wait, answer. wait, wait, wait. I have to ask Kent. So you're saying horse is opposite of bourbon, so horse shit is in the middle of bourbon and horse? Yeah, that's that, that's the backup answer. That's like the uh, the bourbon the, the, the horse the above answer. The horse shit fertilizes the, 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 right here. the horse shit fertilizes the malt, which then we then grow to make the bourbon. <laughs> the so yeah. Circle of life. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm thirsty. So those uh, in the functional alcoholic world know the Steve McKenna, and we'll call that pure Kentucky horseshit. It is horseshit. That is yeah. the name of Zane Lamprey's friend, uh, host of many drinking shows. Uh, Close to the name of Henry McKenna, which, which is, is an bourbon. actual bourbon. Yeah. 
which you would know as the McKenna 10-year, which went recently from being a sub-$30, easy-to-find, amazing bourbon to over $40, you can't find it on a shelf anymore, bourbon, because it was the bourbon drinker's best-kept secret, and the secret's out after it won, like, nine gold medals at every every event Okay, ever. I got time for... Five minutes. I'm going to do three more. Pump them. Pump them hard. These are worth 90 million points apiece. (laughs) Obviously. Pump them hard and fast. It's a porno in here. Next one. Money shots. Money shots everywhere. I'll have another. Whatever. I mean, I said money shots, so (laughs) it works. Horse. I'll have another. I'm going to say horse. I'm saying horse shit. That's a Kentucky Derby winner from 2012. Oh. The good stuff. You just the oh. why with the names? Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, can't you suck? You're ninety. You're eighty-nine million points behind. I uh, know. Damn it. All right. Rebel yell. It's a Billy Idol song, so that's <laughs> horseshit. Uh, I think it's a bourbon. It could be a bourbon. Fuck. I'll let her think it out first. <laughs> Yes, use her research for yourself. I'm going to say bourbon, too. I'm going with Ken. Good, good. No, it's a bourbon. It's bourbon. Hey! <laughs> All right. Last one. Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> hmm. That might be a horse. I'm not entirely certain. It could be. Well, it made me feel like horse shit in high school, so I'm going to call it bourbon. <laughs> no, yeah, go I'm going to say horse shit, but I'm going to hold off on my reasoning. Yeah, I see. That's uh, I'm on the fence between bourbon and horse shit, uh, but it could also be a horse. I can see somebody naming their horse this. That's true. Uh, yeah, it it's not made in Bourbon County, right? So it's not a bourbon. So, so uh, quick spoiler know. on that: there is no bourbon made in Bourbon County. There are no active distilleries in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna overthink it. I'm just gonna say bourbon. I'm I'm sticking with that. I'm going to deliver the Kentucky answer and say pure Kentucky horse shit because that's Tennessee whiskey and has never been uh, put out there as being a bourbon whiskey. It is Tennessee whiskey, which goes through an extra charcoal filtering stage that makes it uh, But is it distinct. a horse? It's not a horse. Okay, uh, that I could have been a possibility. Could have been a possibility. <laughs> I just, I really wanted to end this with saying that Jack Daniels was horse shit. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> And uh, uh, BK in the chat completely called it not bourbon. Tennessee whiskey, and for the reason. Charcoal yeah. filtered before barreling is not bourbon. Yeah. So if Bur- you want, if you want it your true winner. It doesn't have to be from Kentucky. That's, this is just our caveat on our show generally. It doesn't have to be from, from Kentucky. No, it does. Bourbon, but it does. <laughs> but it does. Uh, if, if someone's selling you bourbon whiskey from New York, I promise you it's not actually bourbon whiskey. Well, considering I can't drink it anyway since high school, it doesn't really matter to me. But <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so Ooh. much for being on uh, our, our segment of the Streamathon and for doing the Streamathon at all. No. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting us. This yeah, was... exactly. No, I was like, you guys are our favorite people. We've been trying yes. to find a way to work you in <laughs> together at the same time. We went, you know what? Let's just let's just mesh it all in. <laughs> Utopias. It brings everyone together. Hell, I'm able to call me the winner. Yes, BK. BK BK's offered, the winner. Is the winner. Because unprompted knew the correct answer <laughs> and the reasoning. Also, I love I, his I'm, answer. Horse damn shit. Um, I, I've, I've said this on our show several times, but I'll go ahead and say it on, on your show. Uh, when we first started talking, you guys were like, oh my God, you guys are ritual misery. You guys have such a following. And we were like, uh, no, not really. Uh, and then we got you on the streamathon, and all of a sudden you blew up, and we're still like third class citizens. So uh, congratulations <laughs> on your success. You guys are awesome. You've got a huge following, and uh, we will be forever jealous for the, uh, the, the, the fame that you shall acquire that we will always uh, look, look up on. That is simply <laughs> not Cheers true. to you. And holy <laughs> shit, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Right. It's not uh, true, yeah. but the, the cheers, uh, Slancha. What, I, don't, I don't know how to toast with yeah. Utopias. There's uh, no the appropriate. But happy new year to everybody, and um, thank you. And if you're interested in our stuff at all, it's haveadrinkshow.com, and there you can find links to all the other things. And Lynn Peralta art. Yes. And everyone, don't forget to donate. Yes. Okay. 
bit.ly slash extra had. And there's a New Year's coming up, so Happy New Year, wherever it is. Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>